Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Say this with me. Say, thy word word. have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. One more time. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Man, I've been, I've been blessed to be teaching on dynamic faith everywhere I go. I'm excited about it. It's like, there's so many things that talk about dynamic faith and what faith looks like. And they're going to put the definition up on the screen. It's going to stay up there. And I'm going to teach from it as we dive into the word of God, because I really want us to really get a good understanding and begin to walk in the kind of faith that moves mountains, the kind of faith that moves mountains. So do we have that? Can we put it up? Do we have that? Amen. Look at dynamic faith. I want us to look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Dynamic faith is faith that trusts in God's word. God, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Your word shows me right where I'm at. How many need to know where you're at? God, am I being the kind of husband my wife needs me to be? Show me. Because normally this is what the flesh wants. Lord, I need you to get my wife to be the kind of wife I need her to be. And come on, man, we know we prayed that God get her, God, help her, God. But in reality, it should be, Lord, help me. Show me where I am. Show me how to be a better father. Show me how to be a better husband. Show me how to be a better employer or an employee. Lord, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. And what I love about God is he's always showing us where we're going so that we don't get discouraged. Anybody ever just been discouraged? Man, I don't know when this is going to happen. I've been praying. I've been seeking God. So faith, dynamic faith is faith that trusts in God's truth, his word, his truth. Jesus said it best. He said, Lord, sanctify them, set them apart through your truth. Your word is truth. So when you study the word, you're learning God's truth. And it is shown in our response. How we live out this life that we call a Christian walk. I don't want to be known as somebody who knows the Bible. I want to be known as somebody who obeys it. Let me say it again. I don't want to be known... As someone who knows scripture, I want to be someone known that obeys the scripture. We're going to, we're going to deal with response today. Is that all right? Response. Response that shows up in the midst of our circumstances, our issues. 
We got some stuff going on. We got some issues. Yesterday, I was at a a huge blues festival that honored someone who I love dearly. His name is Patrick Brock. He passed away. He helped me in so many ways establish a lot of the work that we do on the peninsula in San Mateo County with small business development. Whenever I needed something built, he would get it built. Whenever I needed something moved, he would get it moved. He was, man, God blessed me to have him in my life. And he died suddenly right before the pandemic. It shook the whole community because he was such a mainstay. Well, yesterday they honored and they were finally able to come back together. He's in the Blues Hall of Fame and all of the different singers came. And today they're going to end it. And I, I, I think like a, a main blues group, I think Lakeside or somebody's coming out and they're going to honor him. And I was just out there just seeing all the different things. And I just said, Patrick would be proud. But as I was leaving, you know, it was hot. It was hot. I said, okay, time for me to go. I got to go. But I was, I was leaving. There was this guy in this wheelchair and he was paralyzed from, I believe, the chest down or the waist down. I think he can still move his arm. So it probably was the waist down. And he was paralyzed. He was in one of those, he, I mean, real expensive wheelchairs and it was leaned back a little bit and they were just throwing ice bags on him. From one car, they were just putting the ice bags on him. And, you know, first, you know, the thing in me was like, oh, let me go tell them, wait a minute here. Don't be using him like that. That's what I was thinking in my mind. But I noticed he was smiling. I want somebody got to catch this. Because some of us are walking around and all we do is frown. This man was leaned back in the wheelchair and he was just smiling. So I walked up on him. I said, what's up, man? How are you doing? He says, oh, man, I got the best seat in the house. I said, what do you mean, man? He says, man, as hot as this here, it is, man. I get, to, I get to bring the water, the ice in so that there's ice water, man. I got the best seat. And in that moment, I realized that in the midst of his circumstance, his response was one of joy. We stub our toe and we mad. We got a back pain and we're mad. Someone take our seat and we're mad. This guy was leaned back in his chair, smiling. I don't know if he'll ever walk again. Man, you know, because we carry the power of Jesus, I said, Lord, anybody that's paralyzed, I want to just be able to walk up to him and say, get up in the name of Jesus. He was leaned back smiling and I said Lord I want that kind of joy always in my life I don't ever want to be upset I don't want to be angry and if I do get angry and upset Lord remind me of this situation right here at this moment where this guy was like I got the best seat in the house with all these ice bags on him he can't carry them in like I could carry them in he can't do nothing but will them in but God let me have his joy In the midst of my circumstances, let me have his joy. Let me be excited about living, God, whether I'm in a chair or not. Don't let me go through life always thinking about what I should have and what's wrong and what's the problem. Lord, let me have joy that I can wake up in the morning, look up and know that your mercy is new every single morning. 
Everybody agree with me on that? Let's give God some praise. Let's give God. So open your Bibles to Psalm 34. Let's look at response here. Dynamic faith, again, is faith that trusts, believes, believes in what God has said. I believe in what you have said. Look at what Psalm 34. I'm going to just read a couple of verses, then we're going to back up and, and just look at it line upon line. Psalm 34, and I'm reading from the Amplified, says this. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Come on, somebody catch that. My life, or some translation says my soul, and and that means the essence of my life will make its boast in the Lord. Let the humble and the afflicted hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. If I accomplish this thing the right way, then we're going to leave here healed. And at the very end, we're going to do some, uh, you know, me and Cleo were talking. There's some healing that's going on in this house or healing that God wants to do in this house. And we want to see that. But I believe that it starts with our response. The writer, David, didn't write this after he had became king. He didn't write this because all things had come to pass and everything was perfect and he was the king now and he was sitting on the throne. No, he wrote this while he was running for his life. Now, if you know the, the, the story about David, David was minding his business. He was out there tending to the sheep, doing the job that his dad and had, had told him to do. And God said to the prophet Samuel one day, he said, listen, I want you to go to Jesse's house. Jesse was David's father. He said, I want you to go to Jesse's house because I want to anoint a new king. If you read the story, he had gotten fed up with Saul because Saul was disobedient and arrogant. He says, I'm going to get me somebody after my own heart. He said, go to Jesse's house. I'm going to anoint a king. Now, Jesse had these sons. He had, he had a bunch of sons and, 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 and they had this party. They were waiting for Samuel to come and, and Samuel was coming with the anointed oil and he was coming to anoint the new king and David wasn't even invited to the party. I want to tell you something. I don't care how man sees you. I don't care what you're not invited to. When God has said a thing about you, that's what's settled. It's settled. Hallelujah. If God says you're healed, you're healed. If God says you're blessed, you're blessed. If God says you're anointed, you're anointed. Why? Because we live in God's truth, not our truth. I mean, I used to live, I used to live my life worried about how people felt and how people saw me. Many of you still are in that place. You're, you're always constantly working on this image so that you're approved of man. Nah, be approved of God. Whew, hallelujah. I don't care if you have to walk alone. Be approved of God. Hallelujah. My mom used to always say, Tim, don't let man hire you because if man hires you, man can fire you. But what God hires, no man can fire. Yes. Woo. 
You need to walk around and know you're blessed. Walk around and know that you're healed. Walk around and know that you're delivered. Walk around and know that you're the head and not the tail. Walk around and know, hallelujah, that if God is for you, who can be against you? And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Know that your home is blessed. Your business is blessed. Everything that God has given you is blessed. Why? Because God said it. God said it. So David's not even invited to the party. Here comes Samuel. He's with Nathan, his, his understudy. He's coming to anoint a new king. He, here he comes with the oil and, and he comes and he, all the sons are standing before Samuel. Goes to anoint the oldest son and the oil would not flow. And see, the, 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 the indicator of this is the one that God has selected was the oil that was in the horn will begin to flow upon the head of the son. The oil wouldn't come. He says, all right, let me go to the next one. Maybe the most gifted son. He went and the oil didn't flow. Okay, well, let me go to the next son. Maybe the most, the best looking son. The oil would not flow. Samuel got confused. He says, no, God, I know that you sent me to anoint a king here. I know that you sent me to anoint one of Jesse's sons. But God, I'm standing here and I went through all the sons and the oil and the horn did not flow. God, did you tell me to do this? He looked around. He had to say to Jesse, Jesse, do you have another son? And Jesse had to think for a moment. I love how God uses the forgotten. God said, I use the forgotten. Hallelujah. I raise up the forgotten. Hallelujah. I raise up the discarded. Hallelujah. I know what the enemy meant for evil, but I turn that thing around for good. Hallelujah. I use the rejected. I use the abandoned. I use the ones that have been thrown out by life and the ones that said, oh, they'll never amount to nothing. I use the ones, hallelujah, that have been through the broken home. Hallelujah. I use the ones that were addicted to drugs. I use the ones, hallelujah, that were exploited and lied on. I use the ones that you never would thought would be used. There was a time, there was a revival that broke out. Hallelujah. There was a revival that broke out. And this guy, he was so, ah, he was so different. I use the word different. How he ministered and, and, and the church said, you know what? We have a, 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 a sponsor that can really give us a lot of money that's coming to church this Sunday. And, 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 and we need to tell the speaker, don't do nothing crazy because we don't want the sponsor to be like, ah, man, this place is crazy. I ain't going to give no money here. And they really needed the sponsor's money because they wanted to do some things with the finances. You do need provision for the vision. So they, they got with the speaker and they said, Hey, we don't want you to do anything crazy tonight. Okay. Just preach. Hallelujah. And sit down because there's a, there's somebody here that we're really looking to impress. And the speaker didn't say nothing. The speaker just nodded his head as if to say, okay, I'll do that. And in the middle of his ministering, he stopped and he pointed at the person and didn't even know they didn't tell him who it was, but he pointed at this man. He said, you come in real quick. Oh, the staff was like, oh my God. We told him, don't do that. 
He calls the guy up. He calls the guy up and the guy stands next to him and everybody is just gassed. They're like, oh, my God. And then he looks at the guy and he begins to say something in the guy's ear. And then they begin to visibly see him nibbling on the guy's ear. Everybody said it's over. We're not getting a dime from this guy. He is getting ready to run up out of here. The guy is literally nibbling on his ear. But while he's nibbling on his ear, the guy begins to fall on the ground and cry. Now, I'm not saying nibble on anybody's ear up in here. (laughs) Let me set some order real quick. He's nibbling and the guy goes on the ground and he begins to cry and he gives his life to the Lord. The man stands up and they put the mic in his face and he says, tell us what happened. He says, listen, he said, I came just to check things out. I came to give something. I came to um, just see if this is a place where I can invest something into because I've been hearing some good things. He says, but when the guy began to whisper in my ear and nibble on my ear, he didn't know that every single night while my wife is laying next to me, she lays on my chest and she whispers in my ear that God wants to save me and God wants to deliver me. And then she nibbles on my ear. (laughs) And in that moment, he began to say, God wants to save you and God wants to use you. And he began to nibble on my ear. And in that moment, I knew there is a God somewhere. You don't know how God's going to use you. You don't know how God's going to change your situation. How do you know how God now? If you want to nibble on it, please see Raw and Deborah before you do it. We got to make sure that we're walking in order here. But but just see that God is looking for our response to be according to his truth. And God is a God of order. So we don't have to ever worry about operating outside of order, because if God tells you to do it, it's order. It's order. So he says, Jesse, do you have another son? Making me look bad here, man. Jesse goes, oh, I do have one. But he's out on the mountainside tending to the sheep. Let me send for him. See, some of you think that you're here by accident. No, God sent for you. God sent for you. There's something that God's given me to do in your life. There's something that God's given me to do. And you didn't know that some of the stuff that God allowed you. Can I say it? Can I say it? God allowed you to go through. See that thing? Hallelujah. The enemy wanted to, to kill you. But God was standing right there. Somebody said, was God there when I was in the trap house? He was right there. Because he had a plan for your life. Huh. God was right there when you were shooting up. God was right there when you were laying down, whatever. God was right there. He was right. He was there in prison with you. He was there when you thought you was all that in a bag of chips. He was there when you went to the club every single night. He watched over the drink you were drinking. You didn't know people was trying to slip something in. God was right there. Why? Because God's plan for our lives is greater than our sin. Anybody, any, any sinners in here God set free? Can I raise my hand? Oh, 
man, if you listen, you don't know my story. Yeah, I knew how to come to church, put a suit on and look the part and then go home and do my thing. Boy, I listen. I, God saved a wretch like me. It was his amazing grace that was sweet to me. Hallelujah. I once was blind, but now I see. If it wasn't for Jesus, I don't know where I would be. If it wasn't for Jesus, I don't know what kind of mess that I would be in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus touched the judge's heart. Hallelujah. Jesus touched. Hallelujah. Those that were angry at me, he touched their heart. Hallelujah. Jesus kept me. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you that he's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So here comes David. Ain't even washed up. Everybody else looks clean. They got on their, their nice garments and they're all ready. But here comes David from tendon to the sheep. He smells like the sheep. Jesus said, that's what I want. Somebody that's not afraid to smell like the sheep. Here comes Jesus. I'm David walking, smelling like the sheep, looking like the sheep. Hair ain't combed. Got all kind of stuff in his hair. Hallelujah. Whoo! Look at him. Huh? Looking ruddy. Look, look. He's looking all messed up because he's been out there sleeping with the sheep. He shows up. And this is the story that one theologian said that I love. He said, while David was coming, the anointing oil and the horn started dancing. <laughs> I want to let you know something. Hallelujah. Before you even stood before people and said, I received Jesus while you were on your way. Heaven was dancing. Hallelujah. Because God's plan was coming to fruition. David shows up in the anointing oil in the horn. Couldn't wait to get out. David gets anointed with oil. And from that moment on, he was the target. Some of you are wondering why, why, why did this happen and that happen and this? You were a target. The enemy's mad at what has been spoken over you. I was listening to this book the other day, uh, this audio book. My wife knows that. She says, baby, this book, did you get it? Get it to me on audio so I can hear while I'm driving. And there's a part in the book that says this. It says this. It, it, it just blessed me because I've always known this truth. The truth about the word of God and the truth about God's plan. That the devil is an accuser of us. Day and night, he's accusing you before God. Why why are you using John? Why are you using Tanisha? Why are you using Cleo? Do you know what she still struggles with? You know she still deals with this. You know she still deals with that. You know he still got some unforgiveness. Didn't you say in your word? Oh, man, this was so good. He said, didn't you say in your word that, you know, if you don't forgive, you're not forgiven? Well, why are you using Tim? He ain't forgiving everybody. And this is God's response to the devil. Yeah. But Jesus paid it all. That doesn't mean that, oh, I should just get comfortable in my stuff and say, well, you know, you just got to know I'm going to be this way to the I die. No, while the word of God is working on me, God is defending me through his son. 
That's why he said, and nothing shall separate you from the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus. He loves you. Look at somebody and say, he loves you. Come on, look at somebody and say, he loves you. See, 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 man may not love you. Man may not love you. Man may not love you. Man may put you up on a pedestal and knock you off or talk about you and say you should be this way. And how dare you if you're a pastor or if you're this or if you're that, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. But God is defending us through Jesus Christ. He accuses us. Day and night. He accuses you, Catalina. Day and night. Susan, he accuses you day and night. So what? Yes. He saved a wretch like me. Yes, he's saving a wretch like me. Yes, he's delivering a wretch like me. Every single morning, I got new mercies. Every single morning, I got new grace. Every single morning, I rest in the fact that Jesus loves me. I've finally been accepted. It's a different kind of feeling, isn't it? When you know you've been accepted. Because, man, we're so used to being rejected. We're so used to being tossed to the side. Oh, you'll never. Oh, who told him he can preach? Jesus did. Who told him he can sing? I can sing. I'm off key, but I'm singing. Why? Because of what Jesus did. Who qualified them for that position? Jesus. See, just get crazy with who you think you are. Jesus' son. I used to think I would never amount to anything, but look at me now. I'm, I'm, I've been qualified by Jesus. Hallelujah. No, no, my shirt doesn't say made in the USA or made in China. My spiritual source says made by Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let me walk in. The Bible says to walk in the newness. See, you used to, used to tip in. Let me just go and I want nobody to know. No, now I want to be noticed now. I want to be noticed. Why? Because I got something to give you. I want to let you know that I've been forgiven. You can be forgiven. I've been healed. You can be healed. I've been delivered. You can be delivered. I've been set free. You can be set free. I want to show you the word of God. I want to be a living epistle of the word of God. I want you to see the Bible. I don't want you to say, oh, well, let me go get a Bible. No, look at me. I am what God is doing. So David comes and he's anointed and then all hell breaks loose. Oh, hell breaks loose. Now, Saul is out to get him because Saul finds out that he's the king. They're out to get him because if you read the story of David, he goes and he kills Goliath. He's walking in the authority of God. They even made a song about him that says Saul kills his thousands, but David kills his ten thousands. He's running for his life. Telling he can't rest his head anymore. He's running for his life. But all of the training, I want y'all to see this, man. This is good. All of the training that he had been through. See, when he was in the field with the sheep, he learned how to fight lions and bears. 
He learned how to, to how to figure things out on his own. I, I, I tell people all the time. I tell about uh, for a couple of weeks we didn't get the notice um, that that our song select or the words on the screen were out, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, what are we going to do? The words are not on the screen. Oh my goodness, <laughs> what are we going to do?" I said, "Figure it out." And when I could have pulled the trigger to say, hey, accounting, just call and pay it. She said, you ain't paying online. I said, no, I want them to figure it out. Yeah, we can do that. But I want them to know that I I saw this online. The lights went out at a church. The power went off and everybody picked up their phone and turned on their lights and they kept having church. Sometimes we get so caught up in, oh, my God, there's no words on the back screen. And, oh, my God, there's no, man, let me close my eyes and lift my voice to Jesus. And if I miss a word here and there, I know that God is still going to perform miracles. (sighs) Mom, why is the hot water? Did you pay the bill? There's no hot water. It's just cold water. She says, no, I turned the hot water off. Why? She said, because I don't want you to get so comfortable that you don't never that you forget that sometimes you're going to have to boil your water. But I want to get in the shower and let the hot water hit me. She said, boil some water and take a bird bath. Because I don't want you stuck in life when something happens and there's no hot water. I want you to be comfortable and know that no matter what the circumstance is, dynamic faith is what happens in my response when everything ain't working out. David was used to the lion and the bear and all the stuff that was going on and everything that was upside down in his life. God gave him the grace. God gave him the power to go through it. God wants to show you that he's giving you the power and the authority to get through some things. He says, I want your confidence in me. I don't want your confidence in anything else. I want your confidence in me. If you wake up in the morning and go to your car and turn it and it doesn't start, don't let that destroy your joy. Say, well, I guess I'm walking to work today. Well, I guess I got to make a call and get a ride because the joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Jesus, you are the center of my joy. All that is good and perfect comes from you. You're the source, hallelujah, of my salvation. Hope in all that I do, Jesus. You are. Come on, say Jesus. Jesus. You are. are. Oh, I felt that one. Oh, that's good. Say Jesus. Jesus. You are. You are. You know what? Let me go get me a. You know what? I'm gonna go get some new high heels because I'm trying to fix my marriage. I'm gonna know Jesus. Jesus. Let me insert Jesus into this thing. Let me bring Jesus into the equation. Let me, let me, now I got to go in there and stop my foot and tell my son he going to do it. No, no, let me bring Jesus in. Say, son, can I, can I love you the way Jesus loved on me? Son, can I love you the way the father loved on me? Can I show you what God is showing me? I want to be a better father to you. I want to love on you the way. Can can I do that, son? I want to bring Jesus into everything. Because Jesus, you are. 
the center of my joy. David knew that. David knew no matter what he went through, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. David knew, Lord, you are the light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You are the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? David was running for his life. He was running for his life, you all, running for his life. But yet he wrote this passage. I will bless, which means I will. I am determined. I'm not going to let anything stop my praise. Say that I will not let anything. Stop my praise. Say that I will not let anything stop my praise. Let's just knock the devil in his mouth. I know you meant to make me mad with that thing, but I'm not going to let you. I will. I'm determined to bless. The word bless means to express in the excellency of the Lord. Lord, I know who you are. You are my provider. You are my shield because praise has nothing to do with what God has done. It has everything to do with who he is. If I, listen, I remember, you know, when I married my wife, the kids were just used to her kids that are now mine. They just, man, this guy then came and flipped it all over. So I said, let me go on. I got to protect my wife. My wife would go on trips and she was blessed to go all over the world. I mean, Italy and all these different places because of who she was working for. But you know what? She would come home. And she would always have a gift for them. I shut that down quick. No more gifts. You know why? You know why? Because this is what I noticed. As soon as she got home, all they wanted was the gifts. Well, what did you get me? What did you get me? What did you get me? I had to shut that thing. I said, hold on. Hold on. See, some of you guys don't know. My wife is both white and black. I'm just all black. There's a certain kind of love that she walks in. See, I grew up in a different kind of home. She grew up in the home where it's like time out. You know what? Time out. Time out. <laughs> and then after 30 seconds, she'll feel bad. Come on. Come here. See, I grew up in a home. You got a beaten and a time out. It's the same. So I told my wife, I said, baby, see, I'm Wakanda forever. <laughs> See, when I do it, it's like, well, come to forever. I said, you're black and white, so you're just well kind of. You got to do just one arm. <laughs> they are taking advantage of you, and I'm stopping it right now. So I got with the kids. I said, guess what? This is what? This guy has come in and changed our world. Stop waiting for her to open up the suitcase and show you what she got. The gift just walked in the door. And until you can see the gift that is her, you ain't getting no gifts. I know when I turned around, they were like, what? Nothing. Nothing. But what I was trying to get them to understand is there's the gift. The plane could have fell from the sky. She's walking through the door. She could have got delayed and stuck somewhere, but she's walking through the door. During the pandemic, they shut stuff down and locked people in. They couldn't even get out. after. But look, she's home. 
The gift just walked in the door. So stop looking for a gift. The gift is here. Jesus said, listen, I am your gift. And David said, it's not about my praise is not based on what he's going to give me. My praise is the, is, is the fact that I have a God who loves me. He is my provider. He is my shield. He is my buckler. He is my refuge. He is my high tower. So I will bless the excellency of the Lord at all times and his praise, his praise, his praise shall always be in my mouth. My soul or my life or the essence of my life will always make its boast in the Lord. What does that mean, Pastor Tim? Like very close. What does that mean? Listen, when your life is making its boast in the Lord, you act like God is good. Yes. We're going to be troubled on every side, but God is good. We're going to get squeezed, but God is good. There's going to be unexpected bills, but God is good. There's going to be help crisis, but God is good. I told my family this just the other day. I said, listen, listen, I'm ready. Listen, as long as my family's taken care of, if God called me home, I don't want to go. Hallelujah. We just had our fifth grandbaby and the grandbaby's like a two weeks old. And I called my daughter yesterday and I said, hey, daughter, how you doing? She says, well, dad, not too good. I'm tired. I said, let me let you go back to sleep. I'm trying to do this thing, God, but dad, she's waking up every, every hour. My prayer just like, Lord, help her, give her strength. She wants to do it a certain way. Because if it was me, it would be go to the store and get some formula. <laughs> I'd be nudging, honey, your turn. But she wants to do it a certain way and it's dragging her strength down. I said, daughter, you can make it. I want to be around to see not only her get older and my grandbabies get older, but if I'm not, I know the Lord is going to provide for them. He's going to take care of them because he took care of me. So my life is boasting in the Lord. I'm not boasting in me. I know I play around and say I look just like Denzel Washington, and I don't want to hear nothing right now. Somebody had the nerve to say more like Cedric to entertain. I said, your devil is a liar. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> but one thing is true. My life is boasting in who he is. I just sit back sometimes and I go, I don't even know why you're using me on this level. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for, Lord, feeling like you can use me in this way. So when somebody says, Tim, how'd you do it? God, 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 God. I can get on their nerves. I don't care. I'm just going to tell them it's God. My soul makes boast in the Lord. Why are you always smiling? I got a friend that's here. He says, I can see your smile over the phone. Why? Because my soul is making its boast. doesn't mean I don't have things. Me and Julie were talking today. Sometimes the back just don't act right. I used to be able to just bend over and just grab stuff like it was nothing. Bam. 
Now I got to think about it. I'm getting ready to go down. I got to literally talk to my body. Just we're going to bend our knees and just when I count to three, we're going to bend. And if it's too low, if it's too low, David, David, Natasha, get that for me. Get that for me. But I go down slow. I used to go down, brother, I used to go down so quick. Bam. Now it's like, even tying my shoes, it's like, don't buy me no strings no more. Just buy me some slip-ons. But no matter what's going on, my life makes her boast. It's boast in the Lord. The humble, the scripture says, shall hear thereof and be glad. Before they can magnify the Lord with you, as the scripture says, they got to first see you're glad. Don't witness to me and you don't believe in what you believe in. Let me see that you know that God is good and his mercy endures forever. Everyone, let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 